we have to we have to realize that not everybody that we disagree with is a false prophet. Hey guys, welcome to the Future Is Now podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Nakamura. I'm so glad that you guys are joining in today. We're going to kind of be talking about some things that have come up in this last week in the church world in terms of false prophets, in terms of uh, how to determine what a false prophet even is and how to discern that in your spirit. And also, we're going to be talking about how to present the gospel in the correct way. Ways. So a lot of this is coming from recent events, but I just decided it'd be good to kind of put this out because I've had I've been having a lot of conversations with people where they're saying, is this person a false prophet? Is this person a false prophet? And and I've been seeing pastors kind of talking in a certain way about biblical text. And so I thought, why not address it? Um, thank you so much. If you've been a listener to this podcast, if you're new, welcome. I would just encourage you if you love the episode, if you're getting a lot out of it, um, or if you've been listening and you haven't yet, just make sure that you subscribe number one to the podcast this video podcast is going on youtube now so going forward i'm excited because all all my podcast episodes they were kind of audio and i would sometimes have them on video but all of them are going to be available on video going forward on youtube which i'm excited about and so wherever you're listening make sure that you guys are subscribing to the podcast and make sure that you're leaving a review and commenting what you guys think because that's the best way that you can push this out you know right now this past week um i got a uh, letter not a letter what what year is it not a letter a message from instagram and they basically were saying hey uh, because you broke community guidelines we're not gonna show your content to anybody uh for until june 5th of 2023 which is like a couple months away so uh, that's kind of a bummer but at the same time you know what guys i'm not i'm not worried about it i believe that god has a uh has breathed on this ministry on this podcast and on this platform and so because of that i'm going to trust in him so i'm going to keep speaking truth and i'm going to keep speaking life as best as i can and I, I think god will sort out everything else he closes and he's the one that opens doors and so um all that to say it helps when you guys share this with people because now the algorithm isn't helping me so you guys can help me okay <laughs> so um, make sure you guys are sharing this as well um, and then also there's a lot of amazing things coming up in the ter in terms of this ministry, in terms of what we want to do, the vision, uh, the, the goals. And so I'm excited to announce all of that coming up here, hopefully in the next couple weeks. We're going to have a lot of different avenues, new structure, uh, a lot of, of fun things, resources for you guys that I'm going to be coming out with. So I'm really excited about that. So stay tuned in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I, I hope to give all of you guys more information. And I just want to I just want to thank everybody that's been listening, um, that has been listening over the years. Uh, you guys are truly, truly the GOATs the greatest of all times. And I just want to thank you sincerely from the bottom of my heart for being a part of this podcast, being a part of this ministry, and I'm excited for where we're going in the future. So um, we're going to jump into this podcast and we're talking about false prophets and how to present the gospel. So I would like to start off with this. Okay, I'm going to be talking about a certain thing that happened that a pastor said on stage on the platform of his church that I disagree with, and I'll explain why and whatever. And I just want to make the distinction, okay? I believe that sometimes we need to call people out in terms of like false prophets, right? If there's a false, an actual false prophet, like we should know who this is and, and we should steer, steer clear of them. 
So this instance, I just want to, the reason that we're talking about false prophets, first of all, is because I think a lot of times Christians, just because you have a theological disagreement with somebody, you automatically label them as a false prophet. You know, it's like, I don't like this person. They're a false prophet. And so I, I, I got a lot of those messages this week as I was kind of talking about this on Instagram, talking about uh, this with, with some friends and, and people are just so quick to throw the word false prophet out. It's like, oh, you said something, you're a false prophet, okay? But we have to understand that from the Bible, from Scripture, we, we see a false prophet as somebody that is intentionally leading Christians astray and deceiving them with a false gospel. So we have to, we have to realize that not everybody that we disagree with is a false prophet. Okay, I know it's easy to label people like that, like, oh, what a wolf in sheep's clothing. I understand that. But so, at, at the end of the day, sometimes preachers, like, they just need a little bit more Bible study. You know, sometimes pastors, at the end of the day, uh, they just need to study the Word more. They need to get, you know, maybe go back to seminary, maybe get lo uh, Logos in Theos University and study the Word a little bit more. And I know that I'm not like trying to make a cop out an excuse, but I'm just saying that just because somebody gets something wrong doesn't mean that they're a false prophet. And we have to be careful about this. Okay. So there are distinctions of categories that I would make where there are pastors that I would recommend you to listen to. Okay. Then on the other side of the spectrum, sure, there's the false prophets and there's the people that are intentionally preaching a false gospel, in my opinion, to lead people astray. So that and lead Christians away from the true gospel. Okay. False prophets. Then there's the middle category. Okay. So what's the middle category? The middle category is going to be people that I don't recommend that you listen to, but I also don't think that they're out here intentionally trying to lead the body of Christ astray. They're the people that I'm like, yeah, you know what? They sometimes say things that I don't agree with. I don't think they preach the, maybe the full gospel. I don't really uh, think that they're in it in, you know, they have good hermeneutics. I don't really think that they ha consult a lot of people on some of these things because a lot of things don't line up with scripture that they say, but they're not a false prophet because they, I think they're just Ill biblically illiterate. I know that sounds harsh. I'm not, I'm, and I'm not here to bash and, and hate. And so I just want to stay away from always naming people that I disagree with because you guys be wild and I'm not joking out. Okay. You guys, I'll say like, Hey, yeah, this pastor said this. I don't really agree with that. And then people in the comment section will be like, yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah. That guy, you know, all these, all these things. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Slow your roll. It's slow down. I'm not saying that this guy sucks. I'm just trying to make a critique here. So the reason I say that is because in this story, I'm going to be not naming a pastor by name. I'm just going to be talking about the fruit. Okay, let's address the fruit. Let's address, you know, what's being said and kind of correct it. So not all not all people that you disagree with are false prophets. All right. I'm just gonna put that out there. Not everybody is like that. All right. So chill out, slow down, and let's just talk about the the fruit. So this pastor in a message, I think this was a few weeks ago, he kind of just talked about um LG LGTV. Okay, and by the way, I got censored once and I, I just need to be careful if in what I say because apparently Instagram and YouTube are going to get really mad at me if I say certain things. So just know like if when I say things, you probably can can decipher what I'm talking about. So I'm going to be saying LG, okay? Now there are other other letters that go past that, right? It's like LG, eh, 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 eh. 
but I'm not going to be saying those because all of a sudden that's a buzzword and, uh, and then I get flagged and then Instagram and, and YouTube and Facebook, they all get mad at me and they're like, Hey, you can't say that. So LG, you can fill in the blanks. Okay. And you can probably tell what I'm going to be talking about based off of how I talk about it. Okay. Another, and then like, it'll just be like that going forward. There'll be things that I say that are in replacements of that. Just so you know. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not just like trying to confuse you guys. I'm just trying to be careful in the way that I'm saying things. So LG talking about the LG community. Okay. And what he says is, you know, he, he's kind of, he's, uh, he's trying to explain the stance that the Bible has about biblical SEX, okay, and and how we view gender and how we view all of these things. And so, you know, a couple quotes that he says is, you know, he says, I wish it was different. And another quote that he says is, I wish it was easier. And he goes, I wish God made it. So there was option A, B, C, D, E. And I don't know why God made it the way that he made it. So this was clipped and this was memed out and, and this is all across the internet and people are posting about it on YouTube and me, you know, the, all these memes and I get it. Like, I think memes are funny at the end of the day. If you can't laugh at stuff, you, right. That then you need to take life, um, less seriously. Okay. Cause we can laugh at stuff, even serious stuff. Sometimes there's comedic relief and there's a purpose there so we can laugh at it. So there's memes going around and everything. And I get it. And, and part of it is, okay. It was clipped the wrong way. It was taken out of context. You know how it goes. Everybody says, oh, it's out of context, this and that. So I decided to watch the whole video. And I will say that some of the videos, they were taken out of context. Like there there was things that were said that were omitted and, and they kind of clipped a section. So this is what this pastor was saying. He basically said, okay, I wish it was different. I wish God didn't make it this way. I mean, kind of, essentially, he was saying that. I wish it was option A, B, C, D, E, but it's not, and we have to live under that biblical ruling. Like, we have to live according to Scripture, and I wish, and I, oh, it's so unfair for you to feel the way that you're feeling, and, and I, you know, we, I never understand that, and I get it, okay? So, here's the issue that, that I take with this, all right? So, as a pastor, as a shepherd, as a teacher, like if I'm a Bible teacher, I have to present the gospel in a way that it's not God versus us, right? That's, and that's, that's what this type of thinking does. It's a very legalistic approach of that's how we get stuck in this like legalistic religion based system where it's just rules. Ah, we have to respect the rules because the man made the God made them and they they're not great rules, but we have to abide by them. That's not a healthy way to walk in it. I mean, first John two through two, six says whoever uh, says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked the new Testament. Uh, specifically the Pauline teaching has this theme of becoming like Christ, becoming in the image of who Christ made us to be. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It is no longer I who live in me, or I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And part of being a Christian and, and walking in sanctification is understanding that we are to become like Christ, which means what God likes, we like. What God doesn't like, we don't like. Because 
Think about this logically. If God is perfect and he made the earth in a specific order, that is the perfect order. So we get into a really big problem when we start to insert our own preferences into our our relationship with God and saying, oh, I wish it was like that, but it's not. But I guess God is the head of me. It's about honoring authority and honoring that in our life. If I truly believe that God is the, the sovereign creator of the universe and he is perfect and he makes things perfect and everything from him is good, then I have to believe that the way that he intended things to be is the perfect good order of the world. So it's not, oh, I wish it would have been easier. No, it wouldn't have been easier. It would have been chaotic. It would have been chaos. And we can see that we can see that play out in the world today of how people in LG, uh, how they are in, in their mental states and, and the, the statistics behind it and how they're depressed and anxious and suicide. Yeah. That's because when you step outside of the way that God designed humanity, it's going to be chaotic. So it's very, very anti, uh, it's, it's very, very unproductive for a pastor to preach a message saying, I wish it was different, but it's not. Because you shouldn't wish that it was different because then you're getting your way. You're not getting God's way. And we know that God's way is the best perfect way. So that's the issue I have with this is when we're presenting scripture, let me challenge you. When you disagree with scripture, you're wrong. When you feel like scripture is is wrong, that's a pride inside of you thinking that you know better than God when you don't know better than God. You know, if we believe that God's word is perfect, then we have to believe that anything that that is in with, within us that disagrees with that is is the sin in us. It's the flesh in us that wants it to be different. So with this pastor, he didn't say necessarily anything wrong, right? I'll sorry, sorry. I'll rephrase that. He didn't necessarily necessarily say anything sinful. He's just, in my opinion, presenting the gospel in a wrong way. And as Christians, we have to present the gospel in a way where God is glorified on the throne. He is right. He is perfect, and we're coming into alignment with that as we come into alignment with Christ. Okay, so uh, it's just something to be careful of. We have something to be careful of, of, okay, how am I talking about God? How am I presenting it? It's kind of like the old, you know, if you're boss, if you're at a work job, uh, a work job, what does that mean? If when you're at work or at a job and your boss leaves and leaves you in charge, Hey, second in command, you know, you're in charge when your boss leaves, it's dishonest. It's disloyal to just trash him behind his back and be like, all right, guys, he said that we had to stay here till four. I wish that we could leave at two, but uh, he's the boss, right? Because that that um, doing that causes people to have a resentment towards a boss, have resentment towards authority. What you want to do is you want to honor authority and you want to make sure that that hit the, the vision, the authority's vision and the authority's goals are are met based off of how you talk about it. You know, you want to lift up authority. You want to honor authority. You want to give people a reason to follow the authority because that's that's the healthiest environment that you can create. Pride wants us to rebel against authority and to rebel against uh, rules and regulations and things that are there to benefit us. So all that to say, this pastor... We have to be careful 
because with this progressive Christianity narrative going out there, it's going to get really hard to because we're going to want to try and please people. We're going to want to try and present the gospel in a way that is pleasing towards the world. But if you're going to stand for Christ and if you're going to live up to the standards that he has for us, we have to be okay with people not being okay with what we're saying. It's going to be offensive to some people, but that's not a, that's not your job to um, present the gospel in a way that's not offensive towards people. As long as you're preaching truth, that's God's job, okay? It's our job to preach the gospel, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to continue to do, and that's what I hope that you guys will continue to do. Present the gospel in a way that is both loving and truthful 100%, which is possible. So thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. Thank you so much for uh, continuing to listen and to share and to like. Uh, that's the be- that's the biggest thank you can give me. This will always remain free and this will always remain a free resource for you guys. All I ask is that you share it and then you like it and you comment to continue to push it out so that people can hear the gospel message, so people can hear truth and they can be impacted in a real authentic way. The future is now is a ministry that is going to go. It already is global, but it's going to continue to reach people across the world. I truly believe that we have so many exciting things coming up that I can't wait for you guys to be a part of. If you want to learn more about the Bible, make sure that you click the link below. There's a link to Theos University, the best, best resource you could possibly have to learn in the Bible in a, in a real and unique and authentic and doctrinally sound way. So make sure you guys check that out and I'll see you next time on The Future Is Now.